Bills Mafia, what is up? And welcome into another episode of the Halftime Adjustments Podcast. My name is Charlie Gross, and I will be your host. You can find me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Gross underscore. We are a part of the Built in Buffalo podcasting network, and we appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast. So, another quick one for you today. Pro Football Talk. I believe it was Mike Florio. Not sure exactly, but he decided that he was going to, or they decided that they were going to make a article or tweet about the possibility of Cole Beasley and Jerry Hughes being cut by the Bills. And I am here to tell you what probably is extremely obvious to most of you, and that is is that that's completely ridiculous. It's never going to happen, not this year anyway. I mean, maybe next year, but obviously the article was about this year and not next year. So why is it crazy? Let's first start with Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley is one of the best five root runners in the league. He is the best slot receiver in the NFL, and he is basically the Buffalo Bills' number two wide receiver. Why would they want to cut that guy? And obviously, I'm sure they made some comparisons in the article about Cole Beasley's stance on getting vaccinated and his shots at the NFLPA and all kinds of things like that. And I'm here to tell you that while the Bills coaches and owners may not agree with Cole Beasley and they may wish that he got vaccinated, and I'm not saying they do or don't, I don't know, but they're not going to cut this guy because they're trying to win football games. And why would you cut a player like that unless he forces your hand? And I know that there's people out there, including me in a way, who are thinking, well, I can't believe he didn't get vaccinated. I can't believe what is he thinking. And I'm here to tell you right now that that isn't enough for them to cut this guy because he's a really good player for them. It's not going to happen. Does he have not maybe the greatest salary cap number? Sure. But as I said before, he's the number two wide receiver on a Super Bowl contender. He's obviously speaking for more than just himself, whether it's his teammates, which I think is fairly obvious, or at least part of them, as well as maybe other players around the league. Not going to cut him. Sean McDermott wants everybody to be the best version of themselves. And this is Cole Beasley's version of his best self. Whether we agree with it or not, it doesn't really matter. They're not cutting the guy. Josh Allen has a contract extension coming up, and if you cut Cole Beasley, does it create a Aaron Rodgers-Green Bay situation? No, I don't think so. But is Josh Allen going to be happy about it? No. And now, should that matter? I mean, in a perfect world, it doesn't matter to me. But, you know, these people have to go into the building every day, uh, starting in about two weeks, and, you know, Deal with Josh Allen. I know deal with maybe isn't the right word, but they're going to be interacting with Josh Allen. And they say, hey, yeah, sorry, we cut Cole Beasley, uh, you know, because we wanted to save some money and he didn't get vaccinated. I mean, so, like, then you'd have to cut everybody who wasn't vaccinated in a way, right? Or else you're just a hypocrite. So, I don't know why this article was written. I know everybody is desperate for content at this time of year, but I just don't see how that would happen. And then the Jerry Hughes thing to me is completely different, I'm assuming, as far as the reasons that were cited. But this is a guy who I think Joe Marino did a great job of pointing out in his podcast the other day that Jerry Hughes, I believe, is below 50 in terms of where he ranks on the players who have gotten pass rush 
reps last year in the NFL. Yeah, he's in the top 10 in pass rush win rate and, and pressures and all that stuff. So th the fact that the Buffalo Bills would even entertain the idea of cutting a guy like Jerry Hughes just seems ridiculous to me. And I know that some of the fans are on board with certainly cutting Mario Addison. And there's a few that want to cut Jerry Hughes, I think. Uh, very excited about A.J. Epinesa and his potential, along with the potential of Gregory Rousseau and Carlos Basham. But once again, to me, it doesn't fit the Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean M.O. They like to bring the young guys along slowly, make them earn playing time, give them a chance to learn from some veterans. How would that help that all that stuff I just said if they cut Jerry Hughes and or Mario Addison? It doesn't make sense. It goes against what they've always done. You've got Starback. Ed Oliver hope, hopefully is going to take a step. Tremaine Edmonds, a good player. Hopefully he takes a step. Why would you, if you're, you're, you know you're a Super Bowl contender, why would you want to just cut your best pass rusher, Jerry Hughes, is he a little old? Yeah, but he's got an affordable salary. I believe he only makes $10 million a year. Premium pass rushers make $20, $22 million. You've got a guy who's top 10 in pressures, pass rush win rate, and he's making half of what those other guys are making. And he does all his production on less reps. So why do you want to cut that guy? The only thing you could ever even say that you want to cut Jerry Hughes for, he rarely, he rarely even does anymore. And that's those really stupid personal foul penalties where he's yelling at a guy or he's trying to punch a guy that stuff to me is unacceptable i believe if i'm not mistaken that it didn't happen at all last year to my recollection it, it i feel like as fans and, and even some of the media sometimes i think or content creation community whatever it may be we we see uh the the team get a new player it's like it's like oh well we've got this like shiny new toy over here so we don't need this other one well but you do need the other one i know that he it's been on the team for a long time and so you're not as excited about it as it used to be but the guy is still the best one of the best defensive players on the team the best pass rusher on the team again it makes no sense brandon bean and sean mcdermott aren't going to do it so why are we even writing the article i just don't understand like where that even came from it makes no sense to me it would be criminal i think if they did cut those players. I don't want to say it's a fireable offense because I think Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have accrued tons and tons of goodwill in the city of Buffalo, but it would certainly make me question a few things, that's for sure. You know, the other thing that I see that we're still dealing with is something I talked about last week on my podcast. We're still dealing with this, did Allen make Diggs? Did Diggs make Allen? I don't understand what's what's so controversial about this and what's so hard to understand about it yet there's certain people on twitter who can't seem to grasp the concept of what's going on like stefan diggs became stefan diggs two or three years ago josh allen is an ascending player so yeah his numbers are gonna look a lot better from 2020 to how they looked in 2019. Coincidentally, they acquired Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs and his presence in the Western New York area suddenly didn't make a little football fairy or little Peter Pan fly out over Josh Allen and say, hey Josh, I'm gonna sprinkle some magic throwing dust on you because you've got Stefan Diggs on your team. That's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. It's one of the stupidest takes I've ever seen on Twitter, to be completely honest. 
And Josh Allen didn't do that to Stefan Diggs. They allow each other to showcase their abilities and showcase the hard work that they've put in as individuals with their coaches in the offseason, with their teammates during the season. If you believe that Stefan Diggs made Josh Allen into a great player this year, tell me if he's the only one that could have done it. Where does the list end? Is there even a list? What if they didn't have Stefan Diggs? They wanted Emmanuel Sanders last year. What if, if Emmanuel Sanders came in and Stephon Diggs and the same thing happened? What about Devontae Adams, widely regarded as the best wide receiver in the league? What about Julio Jones? What about DeAndre Hopkins? Are, if they had those guys, are you, are you, are you telling me that, that Josh Allen wouldn't be the player he is because he didn't have Stephon Diggs? Or is your argument really that when he has great receivers, his his abilities can be showcased more and he looks like the player that, that he is because his traits and his talents are amplified by another great player? Which one is it? Like, I, I was really excited to talk about this last week, and I like talking about that stuff. But anyone who listens to this podcast, anyone who follows me on Twitter, knows that I have these really unpopular takes sometimes. And I'm at the point where I feel like this whole Allen Dig things digs thing is ridiculous. And at this point, I feel like if you're trying to push that narrative, you've got some personal thing against Josh Allen. I don't know what it is. Like he's the quarterback of your team. You went 13 and three. You went to the AFC Championship game. You're probably going to do it again. But for some reason, like you just don't like Josh Allen. And that that's fine, I guess. Like you don't have to like Josh Allen. But the way that you're expressing your dislike for Josh Allen with this weird and ridiculous and, quite frankly, kind of dumb football take just makes no sense. Like, people are going to think that you're just trolling just to troll. And I know because I be ca- I've called a troll all the time. Everyone always tells me that I'm trolling. So I'm an expert on whether or not somebody is actually trolling because I get accused of it all the time and I'm never doing it. It looks to me... The guy who always gets accused of trolling, that you're trolling. So just stop. Like, what's the point of this argument? It makes no sense. It's pointless. Just if you don't like Josh Allen, just say, hey, man, I don't like Josh Allen and move on. But why are you framing it in this weird football discussion? Like, think about it deeper. Just think about it a little deeper. Open yourself up to different points of view. Think about it from, from that context. So let me know. I, and I don't, I'm sure the people who are pushing this take forward aren't listening. But if you are, tweet at me. Let me know. Like, if, if we had DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones or Michael Thomas or insert the name of the good receiver, you know, Cortland Sutton, whoever you want. You're telling me that, that Josh Allen wouldn't have the same numbers because what you're saying is that it's all Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is resp- so if Stefan Diggs went and played with um I don't know, who's a really crappy quarterback? Nathan Peterman? If Stefan Diggs played with Nathan Peterman, would Nathan Peterman's numbers be like Josh Allen's numbers? Is that what you're saying? Like I just don't understand what you think you're saying at this point. I will be unveiling a new segment next week called Tell Me Why I'm Wrong. And once again, anyone who has followed me on Twitter or has listened to the podcast, I'm sure at some point you have wanted to tell me why you're wrong. So it's going to be a new segment. I'm going to have some content creators come on, uh, 
I'm gonna have them tell me why I'm wrong. I'll have a, a list of opinions of mine, or maybe they'll give me one of their opinions and I'll tell them wh why they are wrong. But look for that either next week or the week after. Trying to spruce up the podcast a little bit, go in a little bit of a different direction. I will still have on my segment of asking people for advice of how to get into the industry, whether it is writing, podcasting, scouting, anything of that nature. I will always ask my Buffalo Bills content creation guests those questions. I think it's pertinent. I think it's a cool segment. I like it. Also, I may be putting this new segment on YouTube as a small pre-recorded YouTube video. Still trying to work some of that out. But anyway, I would really like to thank everybody who listens to my podcast, who listens to any of the podcasts on this network. I hope that you subscribe. If you are on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us or me or both a rating and a review. Would really appreciate that. Also would really appreciate it if you can check out the YouTube channel. I do a YouTube show on Friday with my co-host Izzy. Got other cool stuff on that. We are increasing our YouTube presence. We're going to have other people uh, start putting some content besides the ones that you may be used to. And of course, Bill's Mafia. With that said, I cannot leave you without giving you the sage advice of Sean McDermott. And that is, find a way to embrace your growth mindset. And as always, trust the process.